What's up, sis? I had the most beautiful dream. It was the perfect day. And all I could think about was how much I wanted to cut you all open and then climb inside your bodies. <laughs> so that we could stay one happy family. <laughs> What is this, Danny? I found it. What will I be? Will I be pretty? Will I be rich? Here's what she said to me. Open up now. You don't look so good, Mom. Nothing. Big old kiss from you won't fix. I'm getting us out of here. I promise. You'd be a good mom someday, honey Oh, yeah? You know how to lie to kids. <laughs> Mom? Mommy's with the maggots now. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our Cinemania Nightmares review for Evil Dead Rise. Before we get into the review, I am joined by some guests from the Cinemania World team. First, we have from the Nightmares crew and YouTube, we have Tyler. Tyler, hello. Hello. It's great to be here. Uh, fun. Always talking some horror. Evil Dead Rise was one of my most anticipated films for this year, so I'm very excited to talk about it. Yeah, it's good to have you here back on the show as well. And we are also joined from the Nightmares crew. We have Jordy. Jordy, hello. How are you? Hello. Happy Nightmares. Happy Nightmares <laughs> to you both. I'm very excited to get into... Oh man, I'm just so giddy. You know what I mean? I gotta, yeah. I got, I gotta say before we get into the actual review. I mean, of course, anyone that's listening also knows that the trailer was playing before, and that yeah. trailer sounds gross. Just listening it's to the sound gross. of it, I just want to make sure everyone knows how gross that trailer sounds. Dude, okay, so listen, I okay, so if you're near like a. Tyler, you're like, what's your main theater? Isn't it like Cinemark over there? Yeah, Cinemark. So you uh, you, you go to a lot of, of those XD movies and stuff like that that they have. Yeah, I presume. I guess it's kind of like this. It's kind of like the it's, cinema, it's like uh, Dolby. It, it's like their version of Dolby IMAX. So yeah. 
I have mostly AMCs near me, right? Yeah, you you actually when you came down here, we saw Bullet Train together in Dolby, yeah. right? And I usually I'm in there all the time, and I don't think anything of like you know when they do the thing before when they're like in black this no in cinema this was black and it's like a whole thing of like look at the, look how cool dolby is with all the sounds and all the waves and movements and stuff and right, all yeah. the like things you can hear so the last movie that i saw in dolby that really made me feel like oh my god this is utilizing every like dolby aspect of like anything was the batman like oh, yeah, the batman yeah. when that movie the 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 Batmobile, the opening with the rain. I felt like I was in rain when I was watching that movie in Dolby. It's just great. Then I walk into Evil Dead Rise in Dolby. And I'm not thinking anything of it. I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool that they have this movie in Dolby and stuff. I'm really pumped to watch it. And I both, I loved it. And I also hated it because every <laughs> like cut and gash and like, Oh my god, you felt it. All the like stabs and rips and and ganks and like oh my god, you felt every single one. There is a hallway scene. Oh and god. I'll just just gonna say that. Oh. There's a hallway scene. And I felt every single like everything in that scene. And I think that's what enhanced the movie so well for me because of the sound design in the movie. The sound design is gross. But yeah. it's great. And so I think it's through, so we yeah. just listening to it, listening through the trailer. I mean, we didn't see the visual trailer again, but we just heard all those squishes and the, yeah, all the, the squishes. Like, it's just you know it, what's going on. <laughs> it reminds me of like the the Mortal Kombat game I watched, like a behind oh, yeah. the scenes of like how they make the sounds, and that's what it feels like watching this movie. Like it was crazy in Dolby. So if you have like a Dolby theater near you they are playing it this weekend in dolby i don't think it's going to be in there next weekend but if you can get into a dolby theater for this or just like an enhanced kind of movie theater like an xd or something like that then try because it's like i think it's absolutely worth it um but with that being said we are talking about evil red evil dead rise today everyone and of course let's go to the bio over on imdb the bio is as follows a twisted tale of two estranged sisters whose reunion is cut short by the rise of flesh-possessing demons, thrusting them into a primal battle for survival as they face the most nightmarish version of the family imaginable. And of course, we have it was directed and written by Lee Cronin, and we had a really, really good cast here. Cast is kind of all over the place on IMDb, but... um. The mom who played the mother. Alyssa Sutherland. Alyssa Sutherland played the mother, as everyone's calling her. You know, her real name is Ellie in the, in the movie. But uh, she plays Ellie. And then we had Lily Sullivan as Beth. And we just had a really, really good cast here. So it's a pretty Morgan small Davies cast, as Danny. Considered. Yeah, pretty small cast. But I thought everybody did well. So that was like one thing going into this where I'm just glad. Because usually... Usually, like, low rent, I would say, horror movies that just get kind of thrusted into theaters, you have, like, a, a basic cast, especially with this one, because this one was supposed to be an HBO Max Which is thing, crazy. Right? Which is nuts to be watching it in theaters. I can't imagine watching this at home. I'm, I'm really, I'm just really happy that they went and put this in theaters, because I think Smile was the same issue. It was supposed to be a Paramount 
a Paramount exclusive. Yeah. And I'm just really happy that these I got to watch these both in theaters because yeah, both I thought them, Evil Dead Rise was great in theaters. But both of them had good test screenings, so they yeah. changed their mind. Yeah, I'm good. It was, it was <laughs> like way more fun to watch it with other people. Like Agreed. hearing oh, them like also oh. squirm in their seats or yeah. like my I don't know, there was like was an like... old lady that left really early on. <laughs> oh, oh, I, was, I know, I, I was, was like, <laughs> she was right in front of us and she, she left. She was trying to get 80 early. for Brady or 80 for Brady or yeah. something. She went. She came into the wrong train. I was like, Trauma. she can't hang. <laughs> I, um, yeah, my theater, my, my theater was packed for this one last night, though, uh, which was nice was to awesome. see. And um, they were grossed out and stuff. And it was just fun to watch and listen to one movie that got the short end of the stick last year that could have gotten that really nice theater release was um prey is that the, is that the, the predator movie oh, um yeah. yeah i thought that would have been a great theater kind of film uh but i i'm glad that they changed their mind on this one going into theaters because i can't imagine what i mean i'm excited to get the blu-ray and 4k and whatever and watch it at home but i'm glad my first experience with this was the theater because i thought it was great absolutely let's get into our thoughts our first initial thoughts of the movie let's start with you uh tyler what did you think of evil dead rise oh man i mean the movie in, in general was intense i mean i mean it's evil dead i'm expecting all of the entries to be intense in some shape or form not as intense as the 2013 film the remake reimagining whatever you want to call Fede alvarez's evil dead but i thought it was a blast i'm so glad i got to see it in a theater packed crowd opening night because i think that did enhance the experience for me because it is a very simplified horror film but for something like evil dead i think it does do something different with the staples of the franchise because every other every other film in the franchise except for army of darkness it's just the cabin in the woods movie at the center of it and now we actually are trying to differentiate broaden the horizons of the franchise and i think they did a great job setting it in this dingy apartment i guess it's an you know high rise apartment and i had a blast it was brutal i was really impressed with the practical effects as you know not only because they looked very real and disgusting which is the point but it was overall pretty scary i mean i enjoyed it i had a blast getting my getting my pants scared off and for such a small tight-knit ensemble cast of relatively not i don't want to say unknown actors and actresses because there are some known people but not known to like mainstream audiences i think they did a great job as far as taking the franchise into new directions potentially for the future while also just making a really great standalone evil dead entry yeah i 100 percent agree again i loved watching this in theaters i thought i liked the change of you know not being in in the uh, traditional kind of cabin again I thought I thought what they ended up doing was like a smart idea to keep it because one thing about Evil Dead that I love is just the isolation part of it of it mm-hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah, especially that 2013 one, you just feel like there's no way out. And I kind of like the fact that this one really there was like no way out literally with what they do with this whole apartment thing and how they go about like them not being able to leave. So I thought that was all really great. And uh yeah, let's go to you Jordy. What did you think of Evil Dead Rise? Yeah, I also loved it. And I agree. I I really liked the fact that this was in like a high rise apartment building. And I think from watching the trailer, you might think like, well, how are you stuck in an apartment? Like there's so many avenues to get out. But I think they did like really smart things with like how to make 
them not able to use the stairwell or like where's the fire escape and kind of those different things, like those obstacles that they would have to get through to get out. Um, The elevator scene at the very end, like was so cool. Loved that. Mm. And yeah, like it's, I wouldn't say it's like as grotesque as the 2013 one, but I don't think it was any less like intense like yeah, I think yeah. there was a lot of like suspense build up. That cheese grater scene was ooh. like, ooh, <laughs> I was waiting for that, and it's it got me good. But yeah, I really liked it. I thought all of the kids were really good. I mean, two of oh, the yeah. kids are probably grown adults, really. But mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just thought like they all worked well with each other. The dynamics of the family was really interesting. And what is it, Beth and Ellie? The actresses actually looked very dead on. Like they would be sisters, so I they did. That- I it, there was a moment where I thought they were like the same actress at yeah. first, and I was well, like, oh. When I saw their last names on the credits, I was like, wait, did I just read the same last name? Like, are they are they actually related? And obviously, they're not. It's like Sullivan and Sutherland. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I thought I thought they did a really good job with like bringing something new to the table, but still like fitting within that Evil Dead like zeitgeist. But yeah, loved it. Yeah, I, I I couldn't get enough of just like everything that was going on with the movie. The first thing I wrote in my notes was just the fact that pro- this is probably one of my favorite like title cards ever. And yeah, the opening. That, there's a lot of movies, and I know it's like oh, Dwayne. Come on, you, you seriously of all time. Like, <laughs> listen, dude. Like, I watched it in Dolby. The score was like so loud. As this like thing is rising, I've seen a few clips of it on Twitter, and I like part of me really wants to go in and watch it again, so I could see the title card again because I wasn't expecting that because that shot is in the trailer, and without the words, yeah. yeah, yeah, just without the words, and I was like, so when the when the when the scene was happening, I was like, okay, so there's a moment where like this demon or whatever is gonna like rise from the lake, and. And then I was gonna, I was gonna be like, okay, that's it. And then they're gonna cut to like a black screen and then the title card. That's what I thought was gonna happen. I was. It's funny but you mentioned they, that because I was wondering, um, not to cut you off. I was like, I was wondering yeah. because we saw in the trailer like that scene, and we know that mo- presumably most of the movie was going to be set with this family in the mo- in the high rise apartment. I was like, how are we factoring this in? So I thought that was clever how they factored how that they did story. it by the end, right? Yeah, I agree because like. When that scene ends, too, it's like one day earlier. I was like, none of these people have anything to do with, like, this. All right. You know? And and it's and it was clever, too, because the movie, even though we, they did take us to a new location, it started off in the cabin. And I thought that was like, that was really cool to see. Um, and then, yeah, that title card coming on out of nowhere was, like, super dope. And then you go into the main story and the family and all that stuff and the di- the, the, the dynamic. Um, I loved the the, the the like the dynamic of like Danny and like you know the the brothers and sisters. Like I thought I thought that all was really good. And again, Alyssa Sutherland at first she's not demonic yet, you know. <laughs> she's nice and stuff like that, and she's like a caring single mom. And I love that. I can relate to that and stuff. So that was nice to see. Just trying to provide for all of them so it is kind of makes you feel kind of sad when you go into like the unfortunate you know downfall of that character so when they get possessed and they start going after the kids and stuff like that so 
Um, I was hoping, no spoilers, but I was hoping something was going to happen at the end. Unfortunately, it didn't. But I'm not like, I'm not bummed about it. We can talk about it at the end. Yeah, it did. It just went into, uh, it spiraled. It got even worse. It spiraled bad, too. And it's like, and then another thing from the Evil Dead movie from 2013 to where it's like, if if you, I, I, you know, I was really happy to watch it before watching this one because it's like if you get like attacked or like if you get the blood of the demon on you or whatever, you get like you're going to turn or something like that. And I was just kind of bummed out when that started happening. And I was like, oh, because I like everybody. Yeah. I was like, I like everybody. And everybody's kind of just, okay. You know, so it was kind of sad seeing that. And, um, you know, was I do really like a character that like you didn't like. Like there was nobody that you were yeah, like. Yeah, oh, I liked everybody. That. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was kind of yeah, yeah. It bummed me out when I was like, ah, you know, everybody is like has to get. I get it. You know, I still, I still, of course, enjoyed the movie and whatnot. And you know, I was looking forward. To, I was looking forward to this movie, but I wasn't. I wasn't kind of like, oh man, I cannot wait to see Evil Dead Rise. I it, it's starting to, it it, it kind of started getting crazy leading up to watching it, and the reactions have been incredible too. I think it played at one of the festivals was the South by that it played at. Oh yeah, yeah, that was wow, the um, yeah, and you know the reactions from them, and you know when critics start saying that horror movies are good i get like oh snap okay you know so that means something's happening here like for real and it's not just like a cult a cult thing where it's like us horror fans love the movie and the critics are like oh these, yeah, these it's, horrors. It's, it's weird because evil dead as a franchise is kind of one of those that are kind of in the middle because it has a lot of yeah, mainstream yeah. popularity but i also feel like it also falls under you know cult classics like the the mm-hmm. first evil dead very much is like a cult classic kind of film right. kind of built up as a big time horror franchise so i feel like it's kind of in the weird middle ground between the two right right so uh yeah it was just going into it it was just really nice to see you know to just have a good time and see that the people were coming out to see the movie but you know that damn mario yeah i i love that the marketing <laughs> played into the cheese grater though yeah Oh, for sure, too. I think, I think Jordy got like swag, yeah. and it was like one of it was like a cheese, a small cheese grater, a tiny like, cheese yeah. grater. It was real the, cute. Uh, the hashtag is, for Evil Dead Rise on Twitter is a as a, a cheese, gr- cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that's the coolest part about like a horror movie, especially if they kind of like get a little fun with it. Like, yeah. who'd have ever thought? of a cheese grater like whose idea was that to be like you know what i want that to be a weapon in this movie and you see it at a point where there's like kind of a fight going down in the kitchen you see it kind of like off to the side and you're like i know it's coming up i know someone's gonna grab that there's a lot of foreshadowing of weapons in the movie too like the one of the first shots is like scissors and i was like okay that scissors scene was nasty (laughs) (laughs) It was yeah. pretty. I mean, there much. are a lot of nasty scenes to be fair, but like the that yeah. one was one of the more nasty ones to me, at least. Yeah, it looks weapon- so real. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the weaponry. Yeah, the the. Pra- I have to go back to what Tyler said about practical effects. I thought the the effects were great. So um, <laughs> the, the hallway one too. The the uh the we'll talk about it in the spoilers. But the, there's a, there's a there's a sec there's a there's a kill. I guess yeah, it's a kill technically yeah, in the yeah. hall in the hallway that went really nasty with the practical effects and gore mm-hmm. that I was oh I it was, was yeah I was horrified by 
It was it was grotesque, is what I would say. Sometimes I watch these movies and I'm like, man, I don't know how y'all got the because you. I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Censor that was at Sundance a few oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, and it was like the movie where they show you how they go about the process a little bit of like giving ratings to movies. So I'm thinking about this. I'm like, man, I can't imagine some old bloke is watching <laughs> them shred each other with cheese graters. What do they say? Like cheese graters like, on legs and uh, chewing on glass, and and I'm sure this is probably during the, when the Blu-ray releases is like an unrated version of War Gore. I can't wait. And that majority. <laughs> Unfortunately, I must watch, even if it will probably haunt my dreams. Yeah. I know it was just disgusting. The movie. Oh man, I was um, oof. And uh, it was it was it was it was crazy. And you know, Dana Dana always asked me because like. Sometimes she's into horror movies, but like they can't be like this, you know, or like paranormal. Like she won't do those. Like, but she'll, you know, she'll she'll go out to like a slasher and stuff, or like a mystery kind of horror or whatever, you know. So the last one she came, she saw Scream Six, and then she saw uh, Megan, and she loved them both. And then this trailer came on, like I think before Scream, didn't even give it a chance. I was like, you will not go to see this she was like well why what's wrong i was like just trust me and then it started and it was it was the red band one and she was behind her jacket being for the trailer oh, well, yeah. <laughs> so this is the for the trailer brutal i mean like so i was like oh man that's i don't think you're gonna be good for that one so i went to loan and I had a, I still had a great time. I thought it was great. But um, last question for you guys before we get into some spoilers, um, what did you guys think about the the uh, directing style from uh, Lee Lee Cronin here? Because I do like the style more of Fede. Something about Fede Alvarez. He's just like he's sick, you know. And I think yeah. his directing style shows that's, a that's, lot. That's a great way to describe that that <laughs> Evil Dead film he did because, like, it's, yeah. I think the, I think his Evil Dead is the most grotesque and brutal and bloody of the entire franchise. Yeah, so like that's mm-hmm. that's the only word I can come up with is that even like don't breathe. Like I love don't breathe, Ooh, but there's like some yeah. stuff with that first where it's one. like, oh, you're gross. Yeah, the first one, second one's terrible. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys as far as styles, which one did you prefer? Did you like them both equally when it came to Fede Alvarez and uh, Lee Cronin? I'll start with you, Jordy. Like, did you have like a preference from the 2013 to this one? Oh, I don't know. I I feel like they're so different. And like I like Fede's a lot and I like that it's like this just like really super gritty cabin in the woods. Um and I like how kind of like dark and grungy it is, but like with this it kind of felt a little bit more like a polished horror movie that we kind of get all the time. But I don't know. I think I I really cannot pick which one I prefer. I feel like they're two completely distinct films that like they both strike a chord with me and I like both. But I don't think like I don't think one succeeded over the other. I don't know that I'm torn. I'm very torn. I think uh, it's really interesting, too, because what you don't realize is that these movies I mean, the 2013 one still looks good to me to this day, and I think it's still very polished and very clean and stuff. And it it's it's crazy to think that it was just done ten years ago, and that it wasn't like a you know five years ago, six years ago. It came out yeah. in 2013, so it's like 
kind of wild that we got a big break between both of the, you know, both of these movies and stuff. So I was just happy to see that they were they were able to finally return with this franchise. I think there's something good about this franchise. Just don't open up against Mario again. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> um, Tyler, how about you as re- regarding the uh, directing styles from Fede Alvarez and uh, Lee Cronin here? Uh, as far as the directing, I think both of them did a great job. I mean, Lee Cronin has only done two films. I mean, he did the hole in the ground a couple of years ago for A24. And I think he's improved a lot as a director as far as his, what he was able to do with this. Because he was definitely trying to pay homage to, I would say, he, probably, he tried to pay homage to both Fede Alvarez's mm-hmm. style from the mm-hmm. dark, brutal, gruesome you know, aesthetic, grimy style of the 2013 yeah. film, while also doing the those Sam Raimi-isms with the camera flying around and even that dark comedy aspect usually is found in a lot of those, arm, uh, like Army of Darkness. I mean, that, that movie's yeah, a lot yeah. more, that's a lot more goofy. But Evil Dead yeah. 2, like, it, it's interesting how he was trying, to, but he also has his own style. So I was, I'm, I'm really torn on it as well because I liked both of them for different reasons. I think with this film in particular, Evil Dead Rise, I think he was allowed to be a bit more creative, I guess, because it's a lot more creative of a setup in this high-rise apartment and then the crazy stuff that goes on at the very end in the third act because both this film and the 2013 film both end in a very crazy third act you know all out bloody mayhem gore fest but i think the version in evil dead rise is just a bit more creatively done even though i do think both third acts are amazing yeah i i i completely agree i thought oh yeah i was there's one thing i also wrote too is that the third act i thought was so much fun um (laughs) there's something that happens too where like i was not expecting at all you know going into the movie but when it happened i was like oh this is great this is this is kind of new and it's different you know so i had a really good time with that but um yeah i would agree i think both styles really really works well and i thought lee cronin did a great job kind of bring us bringing us all back to this franchise and it kind of continuing on with the grotesque version of this new evil dead that we got in the first you know in that 2013 one you know, compared to all the older, older movies. I mean, those were gross too, but not to the extent of like these, um, yeah, but I, I thought the style works still. Evil Dead as a franchise is weird because pretty much from movie to movie, the tone almost drastically changes. Cause like the first right. one yeah. is like a simple cab in the woods. And then Evil Dead two is pretty much more or less the same, but leans a lot more into dark comedy. And then army right. of darkness is basically a fantasy adventure with a little bit of horror sprinkled in. And then you go back to dark, depressing brutality in the 2013 <laughs> film. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, 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 that's, I think that's, that's why I enjoy all of them in their own right too you know i think they're all fun i think like scream they just kind of just stay pretty much consistent i have fun with all of them you know and uh yeah i think i think this one is rightfully so able to go right up there with them and i I think it was a lot a lot of fun so um all right before we get into our spoiler section of the review any final thoughts from you both jordy any final thoughts on evil dead rise would you want to see another from lee cronin oh 100 i think one thing that i think 
this film maybe didn't dive into as much and I guess not necessarily the 2013 one either but like there's a lot of mythology I think to explore oh a lot and yeah like they, they, you know they are starting to get into it in this one and I'm kind of glad that they didn't like overdo it too much because then I think it would have been just like a lot of exposition and a little muddled and stuff but right. I think going into like an, another one because didn't they say there's like three books so like I'm kind of curious to see how maybe they all tie together and, you know, if there's like another path of like this third book or something. Like so if it I ties back to the 2013 one. Did I make that up or did you guys No, I didn't. Too? I didn't know. There, there was three. I almost wondered yeah. if they, they said that to try and tie them all together. Yeah. That would be cool. Because kind of when I was watching this one, when I was watching this last night, I was like, how come these are the same? These are different photos. From the right. 2013 one, I didn't realize that there was like a bunch of different ones. Now that makes it even more interesting that the fact that yeah, I think you do you do need to do a third one and see what the other book is about, and then yeah, kind of like, tie I'm them all curious. together. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think I definitely want to see it, and I like what Lee Cronin did. So I'm curious, and I mean, obviously they left off with a you know a new uh-huh. something. So like, let's go, <laughs> let's see what happens with that. Yeah, for sure, for sure too. Um, Tyler, how about you? Any last thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely be down for well, any Evil Dead really. If whether they continue <laughs> on for this, or they go in another direction with another family, or someone else being terrorized, since the ending kind of leaves it in a way where you could explore, I guess, Evil Dead in another location. Since this kind of movie kind of opens up the world. To evil dead for better or for worse i guess for the people that inhabit the world because now it's just free roam it can just go anywhere i guess in a sense the options yeah. are endless <laughs> um and i hope the next one does not come out in 10 years let's uh oh, right let's, let's i think that bad i think it was i think bruce campbell it just came out and was talking about doing you know trying to lessen the gaps every couple of years yes let's do that because he's a let's... producer he's also in the movie but I mean, technically, mm-hmm. he has a cameo. We'll talk about it in the spoilers, though. <laughs> um, all right. Speaking of that, let's go right into it. Some spoiler thoughts, because this was not going to be a spoiler review for this movie. So let's get into our spoiler section of the review. If you haven't seen it, please go and watch it. Support the movie. Horror has been killing it this year. Let's kill it some more with some money. And uh, go see it in Dolby if you can. Okay, XO, bye. All right, spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. You have been warned. Spoilers. All right, so uh, I guess my so I, I kind of more so just want to talk about the scenes, I guess, because <laughs> my nastiness. main, yeah, like my my main. So when I was talking about earlier, I was talking about how I was sad that everybody had to get like possessed for the most part so yeah who was the first to get possessed afterwards it was because the mom had what did she do she like she stabbed that kid in the face with like a tattoo needle yeah and then oh yeah so i was like oh so then now they start they kind of started to show that okay she's about to turn and i was like ah damn and then her face is getting all worse and i was like ah yeah yeah, her, her face like exploded with like gore effects basically <laughs> yeah but then uh there was a nasty scene nasty scene where she was 
eating glass. Ooh. And then they show like the glass going. Yeah, going through her throat. And just, um, first of all, that demon voice is great. I I love it. I think it's so good how it's like, it's like a mixture of just like, it's like a feminine slash masculine voice. And I think it works so well. And especially when they're like trying to be nice, you know, to whoever they're trying to kill at first or whatever, or just saying like these creepy, like whatever. So when, so when she's like eating the glass, what was her line when she was saying she was like, oh, I don't like things in my tummy. Things in my tummy. Oh, I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then she she said something real sassy to the aunt because, you know, we find out that she is with child. Yeah. They make it sound like this has happened before. and Maybe she's maybe had abortions or something in the past. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she makes that comment like you don't like stuff in your tummy either or something. And I was like, oh, oh, see, I didn't even oh, I didn't even catch the. I didn't even catch the the sassiness in that line. I just thought yeah, it was I like, was like she, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she was like she was up on that counter eating that glass like a weirdo too. She was like, right, right. So that was Bridget. I'm getting the names all mixed up. So that was Bridget, um, who was first to turn, and then like Danny turned. I was like, damn it, not Danny. Then Danny turned. I like Danny. Danny just wanted to like be a Danny. DJ. I don't know. Danny was kind of like the entire reason everything happened. Yeah, Danny was also. But you know what I like? I liked that they did the the records because how many people can speak Latin and like read it properly? So I kind Mm -hmm. of like that they didn't end up making like Danny just like somehow randomly understand Latin. And Danny wasn't like like wasn't just saying the words too out loud like Homeboy from the from the 2013 one, who was just like. You know, I don't, I don't even want to say the words, and this shit's fake. Right. <laughs> so, speaking of the records, though, that's when uh, Bruce Campbell has the cameo. Yes. Oh, that's his. That's his. So that's his he's voice. Priest. Yeah. The, that is cool. It's on the. It's on the first record when he's. Yeah. Uh, Danny's playing the records. He's talking about destroy it. It's called the Book of the Dead for a reason. So of course, Ash Williams is going to say that. He, you know, he knows how bad the Book Wait, of the so, Dead is. Hold on. So that's not like a cameo of like, okay, because you know how they had in Scream 5, they had Homeboy. What's the dude um from Billy the Lewis. first Scream? No, no, no. They had, uh, I'm forgetting the actor's name. It's terrible because I'm a Scream fan. Yeah, uh, they, no, yeah, the other, the other one, the other ghost face. Oh, uh, Matthew, Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Yeah, Matthew Lillard. Who? You know how they had him play... Ghostface in that scream, oh, the Ryan fake... Johnson parody. Yeah. So was that like it? Was it like that, or was this supposed to be Ash Williams as a priest? Uh, I mean, it could be interpreted that either way, cool. I suppose, because it's not like confirmed. It's like Ash Williams saying it, but I guess See, that would be cool. It's just be... they do Bruce show Campbell a the picture. They show a picture of the the three priests, but I right. can't remember if like the one looked. Let, like you know, like they Campbell. maybe made it look like him, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, listen, I think it's time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has had their renaissance, everybody has like been, everybody has been returned to their mm-hmm. franchise of old. And I think it's time for our boy to just 
put on the chainsaw glove one more time. Well, he was doing the show. They did Ash vs. Evil Dead. I mean, it just end, it ended a couple years ago. It's funny because right. he was also in the he also was in the post credit scene for the 2013 film oh, for, yeah, for no right. reason, just groovy, and he looks at the camera. <laughs> the very uh, yeah, I I think it's time. I want Mia I to think, come back though. Yeah, oh, you, that's what I'm Mia. saying. This is the can be the Avengers of Evil Dead. <gasps> like Evil, yeah, Evil Dead, Mia. No way home. <laughs> Yeah, you got you got a homegirl from this one, and the daughter. Maybe maybe the other daughter's all older now, and they're and they're trying to find the third book before like shit goes to fan. Because well, like Beth takes the chainsaw with her. Like, yeah, what is, that's what I'm she's saying. She's got her chainsaw. Ash has Ash his chainsaw. Ash has his chainsaw. Mia, Mia had has, a chainsaw. Had a chainsaw. Let's get it, man. <laughs> then you bring in Leatherface with his chainsaw. We got Ooh. a whole. <laughs> Uh, what's her? I forget what, what the the character's name is, but Lily Sullivan's character, I guess, is the what the first of the bunch to actually leave with both their hands intact. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was crazy. I was watching that 2013 when I had forgot that happened to Mia. I was like, "What the fuck, man? Nobody can ever have a hand in this damn this franchise." Ripped, but... Like the way that it got ripped off, though, was so nasty. It was so oh, gross. it's disgusting! Yeah. Disgusting! Absolutely disgusting. So, uh, yeah. So that uh. That that stuff was cool. So the hallway thing I was talking about as well was uh fucking uh, Ellie the mob was just going to town on these poor blokes in the hallway. This is when uh they they lock her out of the apartment and this is when she's like open up now all that stuff for the you know and that whole thing she gets shot and survives and takes out the poor bloke with the shotgun. Thought that was really cool. She, she like straight up just chucked that kid across the hallway. Chucked the kid across the hallway, ripped someone's Wait, throat out. I was like dying though because they like the the older brother gets mm. like his eye bit off, which is yeah. like so disgusting. And then obviously the other guy dies because he like chokes mm. on it. That's but what then I, that's what I was talking like, about earlier. <laughs> Yeah, but then there's like the littlest brothers left out in the hallway and they slam the door shut and lock it and that poor kid's just left out there. Yeah, yeah I that shit was nuts. I was like, oh no. That shit <laughs> like, was whoops. nuts. I uh that scene was nuts. It was absolutely insane. Chaos. Absolute chaos. But that was all great. Those blood eggs, they look pretty good, I ain't gonna lie. The blood eggs that she was making, I said, Let me get let me oh, get no. some of this. With the shells, all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. Like, no. what was the? It seems like everybody was like, once you turn into an evil demon, you must go to the kitchen for some reason. <laughs> I also loved what they did with the. I just um, horror movies, like it's it's twenty twenty three, and it is really hard. I would say, as a horror fan, first, it's really hard to get me kind of ooh. You know, like really hard. I, I I I can't. There's like a bunch of movies recently that have you know been able to do that. Like Hereditary. I remember just I could not deal with Hereditary for like two months after watching it, and then I think I think Host in 2020 was just Ooh, yeah. I couldn't do it. I I don't know what was like the most recent one. I didn't see Skinamarink yet, so I haven't either. But, but like you know, there's there's probably there, there probably is like a horror movie from like last year or you know 2021 that probably got under my skin and Smile stuff like that. Smile was pretty creepy. Smile was pretty creepy, but I was like, mm, I can the, handle it a little bit. The, the third yeah. act was a creep me out of Smile. Yeah, 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 I feel like I can still handle it a little bit. But this one where Homegirl is reading this book 
And then uh, this this demon thing starts reading it. Oh, that was good. I was like, oh man, this this is this is this is this is oh, the, me. Oh, the the beginning. Yeah, the opening. Like Whether, I, I, I love me, love me a good horror opening. I thought that was a great way to open it. I felt so bad um, for that girl. She gets. I did too. She got scalped. scalped, and then she was able to get outside and watch her, uh, her sister's boyfriend get murdered in the sea. I guess or lake. When his head looks so gross. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, that was great though. The opening was great. That led to the big title card, and then. All the entire movie, I'm just sitting there. I was like, "How does this tie into anything?" And then they finally beat the demon. Which again, what I was okay. So what I said earlier in the review, when I was like, you know, I'm kind of bummed about. I I was hoping that at the end, I was hoping that they would they would be able to get the mom back so at no. the end because Mia you know Mia came back at the end of 2013 and then you know they she became like the final girl and stuff even though the entire movie she was kind of terrorizing everybody you know it's a um, I thought person. right I was hoping that was gonna happen with the mom so like I liked the mom and stuff and I just liked Alyssa Sutherland's the way she was performing it and even though it was like for a short period of time I was hoping that they was gonna be able to bring her back and like then they all fight whoever. You know what I mean? That that was that would have been like a nice little family kind of fight, but you know, of course, people got to die. So, uh, but I did like how they all kind of fused into one thing. It reminded me of the Rat King. You know, Tyler. You know what I'm talking I mean, about. I was I was gonna say eventually it reminded <laughs> me a lot of the Rat King. I was gonna mention it in the group chat, but Hannah hadn't seen it yet, so I didn't. Yeah, want to yeah. The uh, if you don't know what the Rat King is, Last of Us Part Two. Type in the Rat King. You'll get what I'm talking about. It's oh, disgusting. God. Yeah, I wasn't expecting like a. <laughs> I wasn't expecting like a Megazord type fusion between all the bodies <laughs> in the hallway. It was a cool reveal. It remind. I like when horror movies do like reveals like that at the end, and you don't. I mean, they could have spoiled it in the TV spot. I never seen it, but it was a cool reveal to me. It reminds me of Underwater, where like Ooh, you yeah. think that you're fighting these tiny alien things. And it turns out it's one giant mecha one. (laughs) It's like, holy shit. You know, this one, it was like, cool. The fact that, or like the mist, remember that reveal? Holy smokes. That it was a damn mother Lord of like creature, you know? And it wasn't those little tiny, tinier little creatures. So I I like, oh, it's terrible. It's awful. (laughs) Not like terrible as far as like quality, just like, ah, what a way, what a way to go. But, um, yeah, so I like the reveal that hey, they they and they kind of foreshadowed it too when they were going through the book and it was all these like pictures. One of them was like all of them together, and I was like, oh, that's nasty. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was really really good. But uh, you guys have any other spoiler thoughts before we get out of here, Jordy? Any kind of spoilery kind of thoughts you wanted to get off your chest? I think I feel like I did, but then I've lost it. Wait, come back to me. Tyler, how about you? <laughs> um, <clears throat> for me, as far as spoiler thoughts that I haven't spoken about, I thought it was really nasty how uh, the one the one girl got that pole stabbed right through her mouth. Yeah, that was the, weird, I forget what they what the little girl called it, but it was like that weird uh, po- that weird stick she made with that that doll head on top. Yeah, of it. yeah. Yeah, that was that was gross. Um, <laughs> that was gross. Yeah, that was pretty gross. And then they tied her to the bed, and so she like floated around like a ghost. Oh, that was cool. That was a good shot. Oh, that was a really. When she shot. murdered her yeah. sibling, 
and then they came back that was the one i wasn't sure if she was if they were gonna come back or not because i was like oh well it's kind of like kind of sort of they could come back because they were Uh. getting attacked and well they they vomited all over them so usually that's what that was the wild thing is like they always like seem like at least in the beginning and then with elizabeth sutherland's character they just they like vomit up like a like 20 gallons of milk and then they just die for like 20 seconds and come back you're like what is that (laughs) i just figured it's like milk it's like it's like a weird (laughs) milk it's like always white all this white liquid just and then they just come back it's like a weird process Listen, man, y'all need to just, we need, we got to hear her out, okay? Hear mother out, let her explain herself, you know, let's talk this out with her, I, let her I, in the house. I also you know? would love to have seen what, uh, the, I would have loved to have seen the aftermath of anyone living in that apartment, like, walking into the So, the yeah, like, discovering all of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> listen, so... Here's what I it's okay, okay. So, this earthquake happens, and they can't get downstairs, right? I'm like, okay, cool, 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 cool. So everything's done. She kills the big monster demon thingy, the whatever, kills her sister. Cool. Then this homegirl just comes out of her apartment. <laughs> like nothing happened. I was like, wait a minute. You didn't hear any of that? Now listen, I live in an apartment building and I can hear what is happening from the top floor to the middle floor. It's so true. Like, I can hear what's happening. You didn't hear all them demonic screams and my, and you didn't hear nothing. You heard nothing. You were just vibing in your apartment, drinking some tea, letting the night go by. You heard nothing. And I think the, the girl was like, I couldn't sleep last night. Well, and I was like, you heard nothing at all? That's why, I guess. <laughs> I was so confused. Well, yeah, literal hell was going on in the hotel around her between <laughs> fighting to the death with everyone in the hallway and inside the apartment and then like the giant beast battle in the garage. Yeah. There's, and then like, parts of that beast everywhere because they pushed them into a wood chipper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So then uh, she she so now we're seeing how it ties into the opening to where they're going on a trip to a lake and then she's all giddy and she's like. I'm going to come pick you up. And then the whatever it's supposed to be called a demon force or whatever, like goes to her and that's how she gets it and stuff. So that's how they tie it all in. Thought it was still cool, but I was just flummoxed that she wasn't like, man, the the, up, the upstairs floor was just going on all night. You know, she didn't <laughs> say anything. She was just like, yeah, you know, I just chill out last night and, Watched a movie and you know ready for her cabin getaway. <laughs> I was, I was like, no man, I you you would have heard something. All those gunshots, come on! Shotgun, I was yeah. like, you you would have heard something, whatever floor you're on. But you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I thought I still thought the movie was great. I had a lot of time. I actually really want to watch it again. Me too. And um, yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. So everyone, I think. That is it, Jordy. I don't think your spoiler thought ever came. No, actually, oh, it did. Okay, there you go. (laughs) I was gonna say, I'm like so curious. Like, there's a few scenes that kind of reflect back on like horror classics. I'm kind of curious, like how intentional that was, or if I'm just crazy and like reading into things too much. Like you guys mentioned the when like the one daughter like reawakens and she's in that sheet. It reminded me of Halloween. Yeah, and then there's like the bathroom, like the bathtub made me get Shining Hotel vibes. 
It the did, elevator, the elevator drop, yep, yep. shining. Like, I'm so curious. Like, I want to rewatch it again because I'm curious if there are other like little tidbits in there that are other like callbacks to past but horror movies. Even the even the uh, the elevator, it was like the way it was shot too. Um, yeah, even the way it was shot, I was like, oh, this is this feels so shining right now too. Mm-hmm. So maybe the, I I I can't imagine it wasn't intentional you right? know at least small stuff like that but, but I, I liked it because it's like it's cool when movies do that but sometimes people do it and it's like a little like okay we get it like you're trying so hard but like i kind of liked it felt very uh it just felt cool and like fit in with the rest of the movie that's true yeah i thought i thought it worked i thought it worked really well so i, la- I laughed so hard in that bathroom scene by the way when we saw that she like climbed up on the wall and screamed and then just like dove dropped. back into the bathtub screamed and said quiet down and then dropped back into the damn tub i thought that was all that would be that the moment weird. that you would imagine that neighbor lady would have heard everything that's, that's just, yeah. what i'm saying you didn't hear nothing man i hear Screeched and like loud as hell. Penetrated the walls and like deafened everyone, but I guess that that other girl was ignoring it. Maybe she wasn't yeah. home. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Cause I like, damn. And why did they never bring the pizza back upstairs? It's like, bro, grab that shit, man. I knew it was they could have still <laughs> eaten a few of those slices. I would have just left it. Yeah, I was like, okay, the drinks are gone, but pick that pizza up, man. Scrape I, it. I think the the little girl did eat some of she bit yeah she was eating a little bit and then she just they just left it down there i said man. i was i was hoping the pizza somehow was going to come back into play when they went back into the garage right yeah y'all ain't hungry like, enough i was hoping she was, they would like throw the pizza at the giant <laughs> demon beast or it would slip and fall on it or something <laughs> throw the pizza um all right everyone that is it for our long review for Evil Dead Rise. Really appreciate you guys all for listening. Again, I highly recommend it. If you're into this franchise, if you're into horror, check it out. If you're not a horror person, check it out. Yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for joining us. I'll go around, get everyone's social medias. I'll start with you, Tyler. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Yeah, if you search up Tyler Calvert on YouTube, you'll find my channel, reviews, rankings, all that stuff. Lots of Evil Dead content on there the last week or so. We've talked about pretty much everything Evil Dead from the original all the way through the most recent one. So make sure you stop by there. And also Twitter and Instagram at It's Tyler Calvert. All right. And Jordy. Yeah, I'm on all the social medias at Jordy Reviews It. And you can also find my website, JordyReviewsIt.com. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemaniac World. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler and Jordy. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.